Episode 32. On today's show, Simone sets sail for the Bahamas, finding herself bewildered by her inability to get a decent drink and the onslaught of pig people. Steffi is fascinated to learn that Jello Biafra was on board, and the ins and outs of asparagus pea are explored. And now, here are your hosts. Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Stephanie. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong very well. How are you, Dong Simone? I'm Dong great, thank you. So you went on a cruise like an asshole. I did, like an asshole. Um, had you ever well, we been had, on one before? I had never been on one before. And the reason we ended up on the cruise is because Greg was doing Neil Hamburger shows on the ship as part of um, the Bruce Cruise Festival. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I think it's Who a great else name. was on in the lineup? Um, there was uh, a band called uh, the Dirt Bombs and Fucked Up and King Khan and I forget the rest of King Khan and the somethings that I forget and um, the OCOs I think was another band. I didn't really know any of these bands before, so um, but I saw some of them and they were, and they were, they were really good. And also Jellyby Alfred did um, spoken word oh, and he DJed. He was there. One night. Yeah, he was, he was on there. the cruise with you. He was on wow. the cruise. Yeah. So that was really cool. And of course, uh, Neil Hamburger was on it. So yeah, so I didn't know what to expect. But yeah, it was really fun. And you know, the the cruise goers, the Bruce cruise goers were were pretty cool. But it was a mixture of people there for the festival and like regular cruise goers. And it was just a three day cruise from Miami to the Bahamas. Um, And going in, like aside from the people that were there for the festival, I was just expecting awful tourist types. But it actually wasn't as bad as I anticipated, but there certainly were some problems. Um, Oh yeah, before I even get to the cruise, I have to tell you this. We were at the hotel bar in Miami the night before we sailed and we were chatting to the bartender and he said oh we have a friend named Jay he's a homeless guy we like to do shots with him do you want to do shots with Jay so we're Jay like, the homeless guy yeah this is what he said wow. so we, were like, we said sure <laughs> and then so we wait it's like okay I'm just gonna get him it's like this is weird we knew something weird was gonna happen and he came out with a piglet with a shot glass in its ass <laughs> it was a real dead frozen piglet what yes it was just it had like its ass you could see the skin was peeled back in its ass where they put the shot glass in it oh my and god they, yeah it was did they horrible. know that you guys are like vegan vegetarians no they didn't know so they had they came they pulled the shot and came up to us and greg just like he just touched its its hind and, and then his finger oh. smelled like pork and he's like I, I can't do this i'm a i'm a vegetarian oh, i can't do no, this no. and i'm like yeah i don't want to do this and everyone's like come on come on and we're like no no no, no we're not gonna do this it's really sad but um but i mean i wasn't offended by it but i was just like we're, we're just not gonna participate on it but what i thought was funny because then they Everyone else did shots out of the pig's ass. Apparently, it was like two. Ye- they've had it frozen for two years. The piglet is two years old. They've just been bringing it out for two years. <laughs> I know, right? But what I thought oh was really funny God. is that, like, when you're a kid or a teenager, 
you feel like you need to succumb to peer pressure to be cool but when you're an adult yeah. not succumbing to peer pressure makes you cool because we're just like no we're not yeah. like if we had done it i would have felt like such a loser if i'd gone ahead and done it right, so yeah. I'm, I'm pretty happy that that i didn't but it was weird there was this weird point where i was like oh shit i don't know what you know like i, I was feeling the pressure but i didn't want to do it so yeah and i yeah. also wanted the shot because yeah you know what that no. re- reminds me of is when neil hamburger said who wants to come receive this wonderful award which will be awarded to you anally <laughs> i know that's like awarded to you anally just makes it sound so good and it's with some sort of ornament too so you know it's going to be all pokey and uncomfortable <laughs> Oh boy, awarded to you anally. One of the best lines ever. Um, so yeah, so back to the ship. So the next day we got on the ship and before we were, we boarded, we, we, we were getting checked in and this lady says, in the last two days, have you had any nausea, vomiting or diarrhea? And oh Greg God. said, and Greg said, no, we're saving that for your food. <laughs> <laughs> She was such a zombie, she didn't even hear. Like, she just, like, she just heard no and was just, like, looking around, like, just, you know, scoping things out. Not She didn't hear it at all. But I was like, oh, because I thought it was so rude to say to her, but she didn't even hear. So then I, I continued to enjoy it after that. I realized she didn't hear it, but, yeah. So, that reminds me of Rhonda's dad when we'd be in a restaurant when we were kids, and the waitress would say, do you guys want dessert? He'd say, not here. <laughs> Perfect. It's so true. I loved it, and Rhonda was so embarrassing. <laughs> Who was she? Was she just walking around like while she took your ticket, like when you're boarding no, like a we, flight or something? She gave us out. We have, yeah, every passenger has this card, and that's their room key, and you also have to show it to get back on the ship and off the ship. It's like your boarding pass kind of thing, and your wow. yeah. So it's all those things. So yes, yeah, so it's your special card. So she was giving us that. So yeah, everyone had to check in, check in with somebody for that. And get but, the diarrhea uh, inquisition. Get the oh. diarrhea inquisition. <laughs> It's not every day you just, you know, out and about and get asked if you had diarrhea sure, recently. <laughs> Good lord. So, um, so anyway, so we bought the ship and, and first thing I think going in is that it looks like Las Vegas, which is not a good start because I hate Vegas. Wow. It's just got this faux sparkle and gold banisters and stuff like that, but it's just really cheap looking. So I was like, oh dear. So uh, that already had me sort of on alert. Um, but I put that like aside. 700 club decor. Yes, exactly. So I put that aside and planned to have a good time. But now when you, and when you think about lazing on a cruise ship, you really think about, you know, relaxing on the deck, you know, the nice fruity drink in your hand. And, I, and we thought the drinks were going to be included, but it turned out only the food was all you can eat, but you had to pay for your drinks as you went. So we brought some vodka on board to save money. And um, then we had our, our ordinary lunch that we were eating. And then this guy came by with a tray of tropical drinks. And we're like... Oh, like you know, it was like a sunny day, and we're like, Shh, yeah, we'll, we'll just have one now, and we won't keep having them throughout the trip. So yeah, he puts them down, charges seven dollars each for them for each of them to our room. We start drinking it, and it is hands down the worst tropical drink I've ever had in my life. And you know, I've I've had probably more tropical drinks than anyone most listeners know. <laughs> what was so the problem with it? It just it tasted like it wasn't made with any decent juice. It was made with like, it was like Hawaiian punch 
knockoff. It was just garbage. But I had to drink it all because there's rum in it. We paid $7 for it. So I at least wanted to get my (laughs) rum's worth. So I'm like forcing this. I go, oh, this sucks. And like I'd start eating and try to go back to it. And it would be worse than I remembered it. It's like, this is a fucking cruise ship. You need to get the drinks down but yeah the pig people don't care i guess everyone was just lapping them up so we were horrified so that was the end of that at least we knew we weren't gonna waste a ton of money craving tropical drinks because they were awful and the other weird thing about it was because when we went to get lunch there was like a drink machine i was like oh cool i'll get some coke and there's only water lemonade and iced tea and I was like, that's weird. And there was no Coke, no soda, nothing. And then Greg found there's a sign that says, buy a soda pass. And you have to pay $6 a day to have an unlimited soda pass. Otherwise, oh. the, the, the sodas are $2 each. And when I did it finally on the third day, I caved and bought a soda. It was $2 <laughs> and it was warm with ice. What? It's like, no, I do not believe in warm soda on ice because the ice, the warm soda melts the ice and makes it yeah. taste like water. It's terrible. Yep. I've written a blog post about you and the best way to enjoy You and David are on Coke. the same page about this issue. That's funny. Yeah. I'm going to post a link to my, my blog post about enjoying Coke, the best, like all the different combinations because I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so that sucked. So anyway... Um, um, so terrible drinks. So we were resigned to not having any more drinks. So after that, I took so a nap. Tell me, did it say something cheesy on the cocktail cup? Oh that they gave my you? god! How could I forgot to tell, mention that? Because I emailed you the picture. Yeah. So while we're drinking the worst tropical drink we've ever had, on the cup, on one side it says Carnival, you know, the name of the cruise, the cruise line, and on the other side it says officially the best day ever. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> This is the worst day ever for tropical drinks. Oh, I love that. So smug. Like they're catering to people who will believe what you tell them. Like exactly. This is what that sounds like. Yeah, they probably loved the drink. They're kicking back like, I'm on a ship. I got this awesome drink. This is officially the best day ever. Oh, it's so, it's so insulting. So, so yeah, so after that, we I took a nap and I woke up and I was hungry and Greg had found there was like sushi on board. So I'm like, okay, we'll go what? get the sushi. And, this can't yeah. be good. Well, yeah. So there's guys dressed like they're wearing the little sushi chef outfits. So you think, oh, they're making sushi. But what they're actually doing is, and you see them cutting cutting up rolls. What they're actually doing is there's a bunch of like long, long rolls of sushi in trays that have been refrigerated and they're just cutting them into pieces. That's all they were doing. I knew it. Yeah, and it was so gross that I would take a bite and just get the vegetables inside because, you know, I'm getting veggie sushi because vegetarians don't eat fish. And, and, um, and yeah, so I'm taking a bite out of it and just get all the veggies and then, like, I couldn't even stand to eat the rest of the rice that was left, all the seaweed. It was disgusting. So I just... Oh, and then there was this bowl of wasabi that looked like, you know, it was just like a host for viruses. So, uh, yeah, so that, so everything was looking kind of bad for the food um, uh, in that regard. Oh, and the other thing I knew was why it was really bad is I always get asparagus pee when I eat asparagus. And there was asparagus <laughs> in the sushi and I didn't even get asparagus pee. So that's got to be some oh old shitty asparagus if you can't even give someone like me who's very prone to asparagus pee, asparagus pee smell. I hope everyone knows Dear about that. Carnival. What kind of racket are you running? Your asparagus didn't even give me asparagus pee. <laughs> Signed, an unhappy customer. <laughs> Seriously. Some people don't know about asparagus pee. People who... I can't uh, believe no one knows about that. I think I, some people just can't smell it. But yes, mm. if you're unaware, if you eat asparagus, it makes your pee smell funny. So there you go. But, but I think most people know about it. <clears throat> um, okay, so, and, oh, so this was the most fucked thing on the ship ride. 
we had some time to kill before dinner, so we're just walking around the ship just trying to understand everything that, you know, it has to offer. Since we have to be in this fucking thing for three days. And we see this showroom called the Dynasty Lounge. We're like, ooh, what's going on there? We hear voices. <laughs> Dynasty Lounge. <laughs> the Dynasty Lounge. So we go in there and there's a woman on stage with a contest wheel and she's making some vague reference to prizes. But what's really going on is a sales pitch for various businesses the cruise line is in cahoots with. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, it was really bad. What kind of things? Like aluminum siding and... No, no, no. Uh. <laughs> it was like it was like really expensive stuff, like diamonds and jewelry and that kind of thing. They want you to really spend all the money you have. So she went into this wow. long explanation about Diamonds International and how buying from them cuts out the middleman and all this crap, and just went on and on. It was Hi, like an you infomercial. Are the <laughs> that's right. That's right. So it went on and on. It was like an infomercial because it was kind of strangely mesmerizing. <laughs> And I took a little video of it, so I'll put that up on the website. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can just just see that this is this is entertainment on the boat. And get this: who wants to go on the ship and see that kind of shit? But that presentation was listed as number eight in the top ten things to do on the ship that day. Oh, please! What were nine and ten if they were worse than that? Oh gosh, let me look. I've got the sheet right in front of me. What was nine and ten? <laughs> they have the top ten like listed numerically. <laughs> Well, number, nine, number, one? Well, number one was choose your adventure, whether it's adventure, sightseeing, relaxation, carnival, shore excursions, has something for everyone. Book your tours at the shore excursion or guest services desk, but don't wait long, tours sell out quickly. So see, even that's not even actually giving you something, it's telling you to go book something and pay Seriously. for something. Um, number nine was game show mania, and number ten was start <laughs> with smart. Yes, yeah, so it's like going to look at something. This is all stuff you could do on land. This is so dumb. Exactly. That's the problem with it. It's just a lot of shittier versions of things you could you could do on land. So, yeah, so that was that was pretty bleak. So eventually I managed to snap Greg out of it and we left. And eventually we started walking again through the ship. And as we're going back through our cabins, we see all these depressing scenes for staged photos. Have you seen those where it's like, oh, look, we're standing on the beach. And you know, like when you go to the Empire State Building and they have like a picture of the Empire State Building that you're supposed to stand in front of uh -huh. and they take your picture with them and want you to pay 20 bucks for it or whatever. They had uh -huh. tons of these set up throughout the ship. Like a what? beach scene and a little fake deck, like a tiny little fake deck just sitting there so you can sit like you're really on a deck. Except oh, my God. <laughs> and then there was a street scene, so it looked like you were you were in like a shitty part of town with all this graffiti on the wall. <laughs> <gasps> yes! This is so Orwellian. I know. I cannot believe it. And people oh like, and then there were people at all those stations like, you want a photo? Do you want a photo? And we're like, no, thank you. No, thank you. It was this weird paparazzi relationship where they're just trying to take our picture at every turn. And we're like, no, no, no pictures, no pictures. And the saddest no one. And they, and they changed the scenes every day. So one day there was like an Italian, you know, scene, like an Italian village. And then the next day it was someplace else. And they, all of them were changing. And on the last day, this girl lady came up to us and says, would you like to have your photo? with a heart and she's holding this little heart made out of tinsel like we're supposed to hold it and take a picture and look oh, like we're in love. I wish you had. I know. But That's if what I, I want to see. I know but I wasn't going to pay 20 fucking bucks for that you know. So Can I just, I just ask what was Jello Biafra doing in the midst of all of this? Good question. I don't know because because Greg talked to him a bunch but I, I didn't I didn't really see what he was doing the rest of the time but that is that is it is something to, to want to know. <laughs> I want a documentary crew to follow him around on in that environment you know. I know right? God. <sighs> yeah that's I know I must I, I wish I knew more about it but I don't I'm afraid. Sorry Liz. 
Was there anyone else you knew besides? Uh, you said Tom Sharpling was on there. Yeah, Tom Sharpling was on there, and I didn't know anyone else on there. Um, I met a nice fellow named JB. We chatted a lot um, while we were there, but yeah, so I didn't. I didn't know anyone else. So. Um, were they all miserable like you guys? Um. I think everyone was miserable. I think everyone thought it was kind of funny, you know. And people were still okay. enjoying the shows and stuff that were actually the Bruce Cruise shows that were on the ship. So, um, so that was all, you know, that was all enjoyable. So, and I, I know I don't think I think people were cynical, but maybe not quite as cynical as we. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. I just assumed it would all be people like us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that that's what I felt the like. Cruise to see Jello Biafra do spoken word on. Like, I know, right? Why would they, what, what venue did they choose? That's so strange, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Carnival, <laughs> Carnival Cruise is your venue to see Jello Biafra's spoken word. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, I went to the spoken word. That was really good. So um, uh, I didn't judge up. Oh, but the other thing was weird that while we were waiting in line to go in for Jello's show, there were just two random people that were totally, totally just run-of-the-mill cruise people and you knew that they were just in line because there was a line they didn't know why they were in line <laughs> because i said i said to go oh my god those people they are not bruce cruise people it was i mean it's plain as day i don't mean to just you know pigeonhole people but i mean it was really obvious and sure enough i looked five minutes later and they weren't in the line anymore because <laughs> they must have they figured, figured it out. out but i heard that's like a problem at, that's a, a problem at comic-con is that they tell people they're not allowed to just sit in the halls to, to rest because a line will form behind them. Even though there's nothing going on that people are, oh, people are sitting. Something must be going on. So people will just line up for nothing. It's disgusting. This is exactly the psychology of sheep. Yeah, it is. Because they just follow. Exactly. Whatever dumb thing another sheep is doing. I mean, I've gotten a wrong line before, but that's because I was looking for another line, you know? So I thought, is this my line? And, and, and you're like, oh no, I'm in the wrong line. But not just, oh, something going on but again the line wow so yeah so that was that was that was pretty depressing um I was on the dinner with the first night of the dinner we had like a really great dinner and it actually was really good they it's it's like a sit down meal and they you know you sort of pick from a menu and it's really it's really nice and stupidly we tried to order another tropical drink because we thought somehow uh -oh. that with the dinner service like it wasn't just being brought uh -oh. around on a tray that it would be you know it would be a better drink and it was a little more expensive it was like 865 like oh maybe this one's better so we were going to order one and share it but stupidly at the last second I'm like ah, let's just get one each and it was even worse than the first drink it tasted it was a my time my taste is made with pineapple juice and orange juice. It tasted like it was made with country time lemonade. It was so bad. It probably I to, was. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And it was so bad I had to put the straw all the way to the back of my tongue <gasps> to, so, I, so that I would it would touch fewer of my taste receptors on my tongue. I just didn't want to taste it, but I wanted to get the rum out of it. So I was, oh, I mean, the things I had to do to get through that. It was horrible. And Greg couldn't even That totally his. reminds me of, let's cut this part oh. out again. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Uh, oh, and one other funny thing that was on the menu, which cracked me up, was that uh, one. Of, I mean, the food was, was was good for the dinner service, but it listed in, among the uh, the appetizers heart of iceberg lettuce. <laughs> heart of iceberg? Was it trying to be funny? I don't think so. Heart of iceberg lettuce. It's like the crappiest thing. It's like saying the aroma of oxygen. It's just, it's nothing. It's bullshit. It's everywhere. It's worthless. Oh. That's like the worst part of the lettuce. Like the really. But it's iceberg <laughs> lettuce. It's not part. even a. It's not even a good lettuce. It's it's iceberg lettuce. <laughs> it's iceberg. So bleak. So I don't know if anyone bought that. I'm sure some of the some of the people did. But 
But uh, <clears throat> anyway, so yes, we got into Nassau the next day. We arrived in about 10. And, and and again, when we get off the boat, there are people lined up trying to take our picture with like a scene of the boat or a scene of Nassau. It's like, let us get into fucking town and experience it, you know? But no, they're like, snap, snap. And we're like, no, no, no. And they're like, ooh. And they like gave us a hard time because they didn't want to pose with their fucking pictures. Oh, so yes. Yeah, so it that's- sounds like a third world country where the the great white hope like get off the plane or the ship and they're like bombarded by the yeah people wanting their money well that's what's mm. kind of weird but these these were the actual people from the ship that were doing that and that's what's kind of weird <laughs> is that <laughs> it was we had seen all these people before <laughs> but here's what's sick is that there were no americans working on that ship really and I think there was maybe one we found like a day and a half into it and what we found out was that they Register, these boats are registered, um, all charted out of countries outside of the U.S., poor countries, and then they can hire all these people from poor countries. For they don't have to adhere to American labor laws, so they just pay them oh, God knows God. what. Yeah, and there's Gross. apparently they're in like tiny cabins with like four people, two bunks <gasps> per cabin. Aww. Yeah, and and they're just I feel bad for them. I mean, the service is really good. They're always they're always being friendly, kissing our asses, and I just think you must fucking hate us all so much, you know? Because <laughs> right. you just know they're not being treated well or being paid very much. But they're all really really sweet people. But yeah. But yeah, so that's how that's what you are when you're getting begged to take pictures. You feel like, oh my gosh, am I like saving your family from starvation if I say yes and buy your? F-? You just don't know. I'm sure it's just the cruise line getting the money. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 a sad situation. Um, so we got Yikes. off the boat, found really great um, Indian restaurant, and had that. And while we're in the restaurant, I hear on the radio that there have been 12 murders in Nassau this year. <laughs> Oh, and it was, wow. Yeah, <laughs> and it was... Two months. I know. Month. And, well, let, it was the 11th of February. So, yeah, it was... Yeah, not very much at all. 42 days. So... Uh, and, then the, and then the radio just cut back into more uh, announcements about Diamonds International. <laughs> So yeah, because because the tourists are their whole economy, so they're just you know, yeah, yeah, pushing all this stuff as as uh, as much as they can. And then we walked over, and the whole area is just tourist shop after tourist shop with just shitty T-shirts and shot glasses with raunchy messages about big tits and nudity (laughs) and drunkenness and (laughs) stuff like that. (laughs) Wow, it's pretty bleak. And um, and we walked over, so we. Didn't re- there's nothing really to do and if you wander out of there it's really dangerous so you can get mugged really? so we're sort of stuck in this tourist hell so, wow. so we did find a marketplace and they had sort of wood carved you know ornaments and stuff so we bought a couple of figurines for ourselves but that was it it was just all mostly horrible shit for tourists and again you couldn't get a good drink anywhere it was just all tourist bars just shit everywhere anyway so we walked to now greg was actually doing a show at the at this venue called senior frogs <laughs> i feel like i've heard of that i know i didn't i never heard of it till till this tour came up this uh, this trip came up but i guess it's a mexican chain of mexican restaurants yeah it is i guess it's like a frat boy destination is, just a yeah. party idiot so i guess they have nine locations outside of mexico so this one's right on the water and that's where neil hamburger was playing <laughs> Oh my god. In the Bahamas. And we get there, and Greg took a video, but it was a fucking nightmare. It was just a parade yeah. of the worst that America has to offer. There's a oh, host yeah. inside. We can hear him going, <laughs> okay, I want to hear side A. And they're like, woo! Okay, <gasps> side, side B. Woo! 
okay, who's louder? And they were going, they could hear them like screaming, begging, like, us, us, <laughs> like they really had to be This the was like audience side. warm up or something? Yeah, but this is during the day. This isn't even during Greg's show. This is just the, the, the just tourist for fun. crowd. Just for fun. Just for fun. <laughs> While they're having lunch. And they're just completely <laughs> absorbed in, is my side louder? <laughs> I'm so sad. Oh, like, why is this America a game? Has the offer. <laughs> it really was. But then, so that game finishes, and we're just looking around and thinking, Jesus Christ. But the water was so beautiful from there. It was so blue and oh, beautiful. Yeah. So we're kind of looking at that mixed with this nightmare. Then suddenly all this music comes on, and there's a giant Congo line comes out and around <gasps> us. And we're like, oh. <laughs> and the people are wearing these fucking hats made out of balloons like the thin ones that used to make balloon animals and they're just like yeah. having and you can see the looks on these people's middle-aged women's faces like oh my god i'm having i've gone nuts this is the best oh. <laughs> i'm just really- i like flashback to all the middle-aged women at richard simmons classes yes in, uh, how excited they were i'm just picturing like the same demographic in it that is. conga line it was it was a mixture hats. of frat boys oh. um you know, guys that wear affliction t-shirts, you know, middle-aged people <laughs> and kids. So everyone was just crazy. But Senior Frogs is sick because it's got such a culture of get wasted and get fucked up. And yeah, because I've been, to, I'm remembering now. I've been to one in San Diego, and that, <laughs> it was all about completely. There was like backwards baseball hats everywhere in Abercrombie, oh. and all the signs were like, "Fuck yeah, we'll fuck you up. This drink will fuck you up, knock you on your fucking ass." Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can get a yas long drink. Wow. Oh, God. So, I cannot yeah. imagine Neil Hamburger in this environment. Like, who in that environment would, would go see Neil Hamburger? Like, who booked this? I cannot understand. Well, it was it was part of the Bruce Cruise. So only it was made for the Bruce Cruise people to go to. So the local, the regular okay. tourists kind of, they weren't being kicked out, but they weren't, uh, it wasn't for them. So luckily, when the show, I was really worried because when the show was on, I thought he was going to, you know, that, you know, those frat people creeps would you know attack him or something but nothing like that happened because he was kind of just so loud in there that the people who wanted to watch it could pay attention and if you didn't care about it you could just keep your conversation going so just kind of split it nicely so there was no physical danger as i had as i had feared because there's definitely a, a dangerous type of crowd when those people get liquor in them you know these wow violent redneck types so <laughs> i but, can't uh, this is horrible this is like one of the circles of hell it's a horrible yeah. scenario. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, <clears throat> so it wasn't. It, yeah. So luckily, his his show um, uh, ended up okay. But um, but the thing with the whole of NASA that really kind of made me sad was. I realized that this place, this was a, a country that had all kinds of different, interesting influences, you know, from Europe and and other places, and and now it's just this devolved city into a tourist fucking hell, mm-hmm. you know. And like we were we were having drinks in Nassau in the afternoon, and we were sitting up on this balcony, and just people walking by. There was a couple who were wearing matching McDonald's T-shirts. <laughs> <gasps> did you get a picture of that, please? Yes, we did. When Greg said, oh, oh, we yeah, saw yeah. them once, we saw them once and missed it. And then it was like, it was like, oh, we didn't get the picture. And then we were just sipping our drinks and we had our cameras ready. And Greg was like, McDonald's, McDonald's. And I was like, oh, oh. we were like freaking the fuck out because we had to get that picture. So we got it. Turned out that night at Senor Frogs. And McDonald's, McDonald's. Turns out there was so, like a McDonald's convention and everyone from the McDonald's convention was wearing the matching t-shirt. It was so So were they gross. all like really like skinny and hot? Did they look like really healthy? Like they work out a lot, I bet. Oh yeah, they were ripped. <laughs> ripped. God. 
but but what this what the whole thing demonstrated to me was because I'm you know I'm always going on about people watching bad TV and eating bad food and getting immersed in bad culture and how it's just devolving the culture and people just think I'm just overreacting but that's what's happened to Nassau it's just that that's all people wanted and there's nothing nice left there anymore you know it's that's that's and that's what I think will happen to society you know it, it's just it's it's idiocracy just, it is idiocracy so it's like Nassau is, was to me like a perfect example of where everywhere else is gonna go to eventually if people just keep watching fucking Jersey Shore and shit you know just ignore it pretend it's not there and they'll stop making it but yeah so that was kind of a, a, a sad revelation because I'm sure it was nice at some point but anyway mm. um, I think that that's uh, that's mostly it um, oh yeah there's one other thing that I thought was really curious it took 18 hours to get from Miami to Nassau. I was like, shit, that's a long time. Because just before we left, we saw a sign that really? said two and a half hours to Nassau. I was like, weird. It's taking us a long time. And when we came back, it took 24 hours. And um, and then somebody <laughs> told boat, us. Right? Yeah, this is on a, this is on this big ship. So it turns out apparently because the ride isn't that long that they circle around in the water for a long time because if you looked out the window at three in the morning you could just see another cruise ship it's like that's weird you're not ships passing in the night they're ships circling in the night <laughs> so, and you can't they won't just let the boat sit there because people won't like it if they're just adrift you know they want to be be moving so they, they just keep circling going circling the orwellian carnival cruise line drain exactly oh. So that was that was kind of bleak, fucking waste, huh? But anyway, so that's oh that's boy. pretty much my summary of the cruise experience. It wasn't horrible, but yeah, it's not really my bag. Uh, yeah, <laughs> to say the very least. So there you have it. Wow, so, wow, what a story, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get that drop. Like we need to just get a clip of it. I know. <laughs> I'm saying that. That could be easily arranged. My friend Tori told me she was pregnant the other day. She texted me and she's like, we're expecting. <laughs> and I go, I feel like I'm on an atomic bomb waiting for it to go off. She goes, I just said that to make it interesting. But so she's really pregnant, but we're like quoting the room, like back and forth oh, to each I other. I love that. And this whole congratulations flurry of text. So I've, I've already planned that whenever I am with child, that I'm going to announce it by saying, we're oh. expecting. I, I think I might just want to get pregnant just so we can do that. I know. I totally know what you mean. Because when I, like a long time ago, I heard that Harry Connick Jr., <laughs> when his wife was first pregnant, the way she told him was that she brought him a big bowl of ice cream with pickles in it. <laughs> and that's how she told him she was pregnant. And I thought that was the cutest <laughs> idea. That is cute. Did he figure it out? Yeah. He said he just started crying when he saw it. Aww. <laughs> So now while I was gone, I departed for Miami on your birthday and you had a party to celebrate your birthday. How did it go? I did have a birthday party. It was very fun. And I'm kind of blanking out on it, though, because like the funnest part about it was Peter Rollins is this Irish philosopher writer guy that I I've talked about him on one of the episodes. I just really like him. And he Uh had tweeted. I mean, I've never met him or anything, but I know he follows me. He follows my fake Driscoll thing. And um. So he tweeted, I'm going to be in Seattle, what should I do? And I tweeted back at him, come to my birthday party. And so he direct messaged me, he's like, what's the address? And he kept (gasps) asking like he was really going to (laughs) come. And so like right, you know, whenever the party's going to start, like eight or something, he he sent me a message. He's like, I'm so sorry, I'm all crashed out, but um, let's get coffee on Monday if you're free. And so I called in sick to work. (laughs) Cool. 
And he's, um, I called him. He sent, you know, gave me his number. So he, he, he answers the phone and says in his Irish accent, "How was your birthday?" You know. <laughs> It was just too weird because I've I've liked him his stuff so long and he's he yeah he's got like a doctorate in philosophy he's like he said he's gonna be thirty nine next month so he's still kind of young and he's like yeah so we went and we went and picked him up and he's just like this you know total Irishman you know I don't know how to describe him but um yeah we get you know get in the car and I'm like so what's your deal like are you straight do you have kids have you ever you're not married are you know he's like, <laughs> Are you straight? Before before this gets underway, are you straight? (laughs) (laughs) So we're yeah, and he's like, yeah, I'm straight, never been married, no kids, and I was like, just trying to get everything out of the way, like, get him, like, what's your story? What's happening? Like, so apparently he's, um, because he's this writer and some philanthropist in Connecticut, like, is like a multi-billionaire, and he's having, he's like, wants to fund Peter Rollins' stuff, and so he's like living on the grounds of this guy's, you know expanse in Connecticut and um, so we kind of talked I was like that sounds almost like a conflict of interest because you know there, it's in a way it's the dream but it sounds like if you're on a, a record label like hey they're giving me money but are they going to try to control what I do he's like yeah that's why I hesitated for a while but so he's wanting to move somewhere he's talking about moving out here and uh-huh. um, we went to the Georgian Dragon that pub that you like so much so. oh yeah 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 we were over there and he was um um, he started talking a lot more after he had beer or two, and <laughs> <laughs> he was getting really excited about David's blackjack. Like he was just pummeling him with questions, like all these questions about the blackjack thing. And he's like, "Let's go to Vegas, oh, just the three of us right now. Let's go to Vegas." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, I only wish." I'm like, "It would make your heart so sad, Peter Rollins, the philosopher Irishman, <laughs> to go to Las Vegas." <laughs> oh God. But we just spent the whole day with him, and it was crazy. It was so good. We talked about everything, and it was so so good. And his, the thing he wants to do is kind of set up community. He wants to kind of encourage communities where people can deconstruct what they believe, and Mm. in a in a supportive environment. And he, because he said that he he was out here speaking at this big mega church. That's that's not quite. It's not Mars Hill, but it's kind of like Mars Hill in a lot of ways. So he was on the east side speaking there. And I go, I'm shocked that East Lake Church like wanted you to talk. He's like, yeah, I was too. He's like, so I go, how do you talk to people like that? And he goes, well, I got up and I told them, I was like, you guys, you know, you're depressed and you don't know it and you have doubts and wow. you won't let yourself realize it. And once you can do that, then everything will start to fall away and um, you can like deal with who you really are. Wow, <laughs> that's major. I know, and because he—he's just this charming Irishman, you know. So he can get away with saying that. To all How these did that go down? People in the mega church, huh? How did that go down with the audience? I guess the it went down well, because he was telling me that the pastor guy, the pastor, his name is Ryan Meeks, and he, uh, this Ryan Meeks guy, unfriended me on Facebook like a year ago, uh-huh. because. Um, because I don't know him, but he wrote, he just writes these cheesy updates and status update was, how was everyone's quiet time with the Bible this morning? Oh, Jesus And I go, Christ. so I wrote, it sucked. And he just <laughs> went lame and unfriended me. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> lame unfriend. So I'm like, how did that dildo ever get into Peter Rollins? I'm like, ask Peter Rollins to come out. And, and he's like, yeah, this guy says he's kind of starting, he's on, his journey is taking a different turn. So I'm like, that's awesome. That's cool. <laughs> I know. So that was like my main birthday event. That was just so fun. It just felt like, 
Like, it just came out of nowhere, like, this totally wonderful thing. Like, this writer person that you you liked and but never met. And they're like, yeah, let's hang out. And then they spend the day with you. Like, it's nuts. That's really so, cool. I love that thing yeah. with, the, with, the, with him speaking to that, that, that mega church Because it reminds me, because I'm always surprised when, when people invite people like that. Because, you know, from an outside perspective, you feel like they're all shutting people like that out. But, yes. you know, it's not, it's not really as bad as that. Because maybe, gosh, maybe 10, 11 years ago, I went to this thing in a church in Melbourne. And um, it was this professor, Dr. Robert Funk. And he's part of a group that's called the, that does the Jesus Seminars, where they get together every year and just, from all angles, just try to determine you know what's true about the gospels so but oh, wow. yeah but essentially it sounded like they were pretty much everything was pretty gray they really weren't get coming up with any conclusive evidence for anything you know very few things did they find were true but he just came up with this other philosophy of just you know of it all really not mattering and just getting the message out of it and that being important and it was it was really cool but it was all it was held at a church and i was really surprised but you know the crowd was yeah. really into it and i was like you know i'm down with all this and you're down with all this this is this is a nice place where you know we're all coming from very different places but we all agree so yeah yes. I, was, I was way into that and that sounds like the idea of what peter rollins was kind of talking about and he was telling you know he's like this is the idea to get lots of people from different angles together so you can be more of a whole community yeah and not because um, he talks about how like the churches um or all religions churches are started with someone saying okay we have the right idea and all the other people have a wrong idea yeah <laughs> and so that's such bad. a bad and way to do anything is just exactly to be that that certain that, that you're correct about a thing like that. Yeah, that's the root of all problems, like of any yeah. problem, I think. Is Definitely. I'm thinking about, like, you know, disagreements at work and anything like that. But, um, cool. well, well, please recommend a, a book, book on the website and I will read it too. A Peter Rollins book. Yeah, well, actually, I haven't read any of his books. But, well, um, some just, fan you are. Well, I've, like, watched all his <laughs> video clips. Like, I've listened to his. You that's know, a real commitment. His, YouTube. Well, I've listened to like hours of his Vimeo, so I know. And when we were driving over there, Dave was like, so who is this guy again? So I was like looking up his wiki, his wiki page on my phone. I'm like, okay, so he's got a bachelor's in philosophy and a master's in divinity and a doctorate in comparative philosophy and like all these weird things. It's so funny. And he's like, when- am I going to like this person? <laughs> Oh so God, funny no. in this day and age because now if I you know befriend or become acquainted with anyone who's famous I'm just like I'm wondering questions like usually if you meet someone you just have to wonder or ask them but when it's someone who's famous you just like look up their Wikipedia page and find out how old they are and where they're from it's so weird it was really weird and that's why I was like I had to ask if he was straight or married because it didn't say anything about any of that oh, well maybe you should go update his Wikipedia page <laughs> <laughs> I've never tried to edit anyone's Wikipedia page. Oh, I think I did to Gaz one time. Oh, you did? I think I did that because it said he lived in Brighton. I was like, no, he moved back to Oxford. He's not in Brighton anymore. Good for you. <laughs> Got to get that fact straight. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, hot dog. <sighs> We've talked a lot about America's pig people. so <laughs> We have. So we have. I think we better wrap it up. So. Uh, All right. All right. Yes. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate your support. And thank you for those who have written uh, iTunes reviews for us. We love it. And even if you don't feel like writing a review, just just give it a rating. And uh, that would be awesome. So, yes, thanks all for listening. And call the dong mail. Don't call the dong mail, for 
God's sake. We have a couple of calls which will be appearing in the next next episode. So please call the Dong Mail, 323-301-DONG, and visit dongteeny.com for any supplementary material. So until next yeah. time, bye, Stephanie. Bye, Swan. Bye. 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 See ya. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Se lever